Welcome back to Sister Alley Cat's Tea, where we talk about all things church-related. And my name is Allison C. Holt, and I am your host. Today, we will continue our series on the inside source. Yes, we are going to continue our series. This is the third episode. Now, if you have not listened to the first and the second episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to this first and the second episode so that you will kind of get an understanding of where we are on this episode. Now, in the past two episodes, I begin to tell my personal testimony. Yes, my story. God finally released me to tell my story publicly. Yes, he did. Four years in and God finally released me to tell my story publicly. And I did this in the form of answering questions such as how did I know I was being fought by witchcraft. Yes, I told my testimony in the first episode that I was being fought by witchcraft. And I began to answer questions. How did I know that I was being fought by witchcraft? You got to go to the episode to find out the answer. I also answered the question, how did I know witchcraft was being used against me? What, how did I know it? What did I go through that, to reveal to me, uh, uh, spiritually and naturally, that it, I was being, or witchcraft was being used against me? Go to the episodes and find out. I also answered the question, what opened my blinded eyes? Yes, let me tell you. According to the scripture, Hosea 4 and 6, God began to say that his people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Yes, and in a sense, when you don't have knowledge, you're basically blind to what is happening to you or happening around you. So, I begin to answer the question, what opened my blinded eyes well to get down into this episode you might say well what is witchcraft really what really what what are you talking about when you say witchcraft what is it well we can go to the hebrew word for witchcraft which is kalshaf that's the Hebrew word for witchcraft. Strong's definition tells us that it is a primitive group properly to whisper a spell. That is to enchant or practice magic. A sorcerer uses witch and that is craft. Yes, now the Oxford languages tells us that the practice of magic especially for evil purposes, the use of spells. That is the definition for witchcraft in the Oxford languages. Now, modern context lets us know the definition as religious practice involving magic 
and a closeness with nature. Yes, nature is used in the form, usually with a pagan tradition. Now, traditionally, what do uh, traditions say about witchcraft? Well, tradition says it's the use of magic or supernatural powers to harm others. In other words, it's used to control people or to control events. Yes, this is the definition uh, according to Strong, according to Oxford Languages, according to modern texts, and according to tradition. Now let's get down into some scripture, the Word of God. What does the Bible, the Holy Bible, tells us about witchcraft? Well, we can go over to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. <laughs> I can't get it out. But we can go over there to chapter 12 and we can read how the Israelites were ordered by God to destroy all the worship places of the pagan nations and to worship God only at the divinely appointed places in a manner that he commanded them to. God wanted them to uh, not to leave the altars of the pagan worship in place if they leave the altars of the pagan worship in place it would tempt the israelites into taking a pagan worship practices in other words tear these pagan worship altars down destroy the altars or the evil altars that have been erected in these nations you see god took the children of israel to the land of milk and honey to the promised land and as they begin to go into promised land God begin to tell them to tear down you know these individuals in the promised land they worship pagan gods but God did not want his people to worship an idol God so he began to let tell them when you when you get to the promised land I want you to tear down the high places tear down the mountains tear down the gardens tear down the altars tear it all down why? Because if you leave these altars and these gardens and these mountains up, it will tempt the people to worship and to practice the worship of the pagans. Listen, God is a jealous God. Exodus 34 and 14 states that thou shalt worship no other God for the Lord whose name whose reputation is jealous, is a jealous God. Listen, let me read that again to you. Exodus 34 and 14 states, For thou shalt worship no other God, for the Lord, whose name is jealous, is a jealous God. That lets us know that the reputation that God has, he is jealous. He is a jealous God. Listen, Deuteronomy, that we can go to the scripture in Deuteronomy. Can't get it out. But you can go to chapter 5 and 19. We're just going to move on. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, which is idol gods, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. The scripture begins to say, visiting the iniquities 
of the fathers upon the children unto the third and the fourth generation of them that hate me. Listen, God said to them that hate him. He said, I am going to visit your iniquity. I am going to go down the generations upon the your upon your children to the third and the fourth generation. Why? God the God hating parents often produce God hating children. So listen, God is telling uh, the people in the Old Testament that I'm going to visit your iniquity and I'm going to go down to the third and the fourth generation. Listen, we do not want to fall into the hands of a jealous God. So we do not want to worship false gods. And that's what uh, uh, witchcraft brings forth. It brings forth idolatry. Listen, 1 Samuel 15 and 23 states rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft witchcraft is a sin and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry listen these are scriptures that give us an idea of what the word of God has to say about witchcraft listen 2nd Chronicles 33 and 6 tells us how Manasseh reigned in Jerusalem for 55 years and he did evil in the sight of the Lord. You know, the Bible tells us that he caused his children to pass through the fire of the valley of the son of Hinnon. Listen, these are uh, uh, witchcraft rituals, a sorcery, incantation rituals that he caused his children to uh, observe. He caused his children to pass through the fire of the valley of the sons of Hinnon. He also observed times and used enchantments. He used witchcraft and he dealt with familiar, a familiar spirit and with wizards and he wrought much evil in the sight of the Lord until it provoked the Lord to anger. Listen, we do not want to go down these paths. He calls his children the very thing that God said do not do. He calls his children to pass through the fire of the, in the valley of the son of Hinnom. Listen, guys, Manasseh, he did evil in the sight of the Lord. So much evil that it provoked, trying to provoke God to anger. Now, listen, Deuteronomy. <laughs> I want to get it right. Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 12 lets us know that it is sin. Listen. The Bible says there shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, just as Manasseh did, or that use divination, which is witchcraft, or an observer of times, which is soothsaying, or an enchanter. Now, one definition for enchanter is to whisper a magic spell or a witch or a charmer a charmer is one who ties magic knots 
binding a curse upon someone or a consulter with familiar spirits. Familiar spirits are evil spirits that serve sorcerers. And we can uh, talk about it <coughs> where we can find in Ecclesiastes. There is nothing in the Bible about the spirits of dead humans stand behind on earth or a spirit because we know that spirits return to God and we find that in Ecclesiastes 12 and 17. Ecclesiastes 9, 5 through 6 states that the dead know don't know anything of what is happening on this earth. So when you um, hear of somebody um, going to a sorcerer or a necromancer or a wizard or a charmer or a witch or, or a medium, if you will, anybody of that nature so that they can talk to their family members or they can find out how their family members are doing. Listen, if you have a family member that comes to you in your dreams, listen, that is not your family member. That is a demonic spirit. We just read in Ecclesiastes, there is nothing in the Bible about the spirits of dead humans stand behind on this earth. The spirit returns to God. The flesh dies. We know that the, we are made from the dust of the earth. And when we die, our flesh returns to the dust of the earth. But our spirit, the breath that God breathed on the inside of us to make us alive, that spirit returns to God. It does not roam about this earth. Listen, those are evil demonic spirits. Ecclesiastes 9, 5 through 6 states that the dead don't know anything. Of what is happening on this earth. Listen, let me tell you, we are destroyed. The people of God are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. We think that, oh, I dreamed about my mom. My mom told me this, and my dad told me this in my dreams. Listen. God is not your parents. That's not your mama. That's not your daddy. Your dead mom. Your dead dad. Your dead cousin. Your dead sister. Your dead brother. No, those are evil spirits. The dead knows nothing. The spirit of the dead has returned to God. They're not roaming about trying to come to you in your dreams. Your grandmother is not coming to see about you in your dreams. Listen, those are evil demonic spirits. They're coming to make a covenant with you. We've heard about generational curses. Listen, they're coming to make covenants with you. They're coming to plant a seed. They're coming to get you in covenant with the devil. The people of God are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. We have to stop being fearful of these things. We have to stop being fearful of learning the devices of the devil. Come on, somebody. We've got to learn about these things in order to uh, know how to war in the spirit. Listen, the year 2023 is all about spiritual warfare. Listen, let me tell you, 
as I begin to pray in the beginning of the year, January the 1st, as a matter of fact, as I begin to pray, the Lord gave me high alert, high alert. And I did not know what the Lord was talking about. And I'm like, Lord, you have to give me more. What does high alert mean? Is I mean, what does it mean? Is it for the spiritual um, aspect of my life? Are the lives of your people or is it in the natural aspect? I said, Lord, I need more information because all I heard was high alert. Now, listen, that very same night, I began to have a dream. (coughs) Excuse me. And in that dream, listen, I was in a restaurant. Uh, uh, having dinner and, and we were leaving the restaurant and in the parking lot in the cars and the cars start exploding they started to burn with fire and I began to ask a worker of the restaurant he was coming out of the restaurant and we began to ask the worker what was going on why were the cars exploding and, and, and catching on fire And this person began to tell us because of the war in Iraq. And we're like, I was thinking, how can that be a war in Iraq? How can it be affecting us over here in America? Listen, and the cars were exploding. How can a war that's going on in Iraq, or Iraq, if you will, affect us over in America? That is what I was thinking in the dream when the individual told me that the cars were exploding and catching on fire because of a war in Iraq. Listen, God said, high alert, and he began to show me in a dream. Give me an idea of what was going to go on in 2023 or what he was talking about when he was speaking of high alert. So I begin to take it naturally as though, you know, there's really, you know, things we know that things are going to get worked. The Bible tells us about wars and rumors of war. So I was not surprised. However, I believe that is for the natural and for the spirit. You know, America, yeah, we have been very, I don't know what word I want to use, but however, we Americans are very spoiled in so many words. Is how I see America as being very spoiled. And there are things that go on in the world that America has not had to deal with. But listen, let me tell you, that is uh, those things of the world that America has not had to deal with are going to uh, uh, spoil over into America. They are going to run over into America. America is about to see some things Go on. I am not. I don't consider myself a prophet. I'm not trying to prophesy. I am just telling you what God has showed me personally to prepare me for the things to come. Because I always wanted. I am a futurist, if you will. 
Allison C. Holt is a futurist. I always think about the future. And I always want to know what is going on. And God, he, that's how God made me. So he always tells me or shows me things concerning the future. On my level, I am, I'm not calling myself a prophet or a prophetess. But he shows me things on my level to prepare my mind. To have me to prepare prepare for the things to come. Because I am a futurist. That's how he made me. Now, so I began to, after having this dream, I said, oh, this is uh, America. We're, we're, we're about to deal with some things that we have never had to deal with before. Now, I, the, my first mindset went directly to the natural but let me tell you it is also uh dealing with the spiritual realm as well listen anything that happens in the natural happens in the spirit as well but i am talking about the spiritual warfare that is going to come up against the people of god listen the devil is angry the devil is mad because god is doing great things for his people, God is raising his people up. God is bringing forth uh, warriors in this day and time that are not afraid of the devil, not uh, uh, hanging back and, and just looking at what the enemy is doing and doing nothing. Time out for that. The church has done that for generations. And God is bringing forth a generation now that have their war clothes on and they are going out into the battlefield ready to fight up against the enemy. They are going to the front line and they have no fear. They are courageous in what they do and the enemy is angry about it. So therefore, yeah, we're going to be on high alert in the spiritual as well in spiritual warfare as well we need to have our eyes open we need to have our ears open we need to see what god has to say about what's going on because listen we are living in the last days and god will show us and tell us how to survive and how to live and how to live more abundantly according to his word in this day and in this season praise god i didn't want i didn't mean to go through all that but listen the word is right all by itself listen galatians 5 and 20 speaks about the works of the flesh the animal nature with cravings that trigger sin that is the works of the flesh now the greek word for witchcraft in galatians 5 and 20 is pharmakia listen pharmakia does that sound familiar pharmakia is the word that are uh, the root word where we get pharmacy listen pharmacy medication use or administering of drugs poisonings sorcery magical arts often found in connection with idolatry to seek spirituality knowledge or power apart from god 
is idolatry. Listen, God said he's a jealous God. He don't want us falling after no other God but him. He wants us to tear it down, tear it down to the ground. Why? Because his name is jealous. His reputation is jealous. Now, no, he is known to be a jealous God. Excuse me. He created us. And why would we dare go after idol gods? Why would we dare uh, uh, worship gods that are made by the hands of men? Why? My God from Zion. Pharmakia. Witchcraft. Listen. Listen closely. It's the use of ministering of drugs poisoning what do those that uh, uh, work witchcraft work sorcery incantations enchantments what do they do they use and they administer drugs they use poisons in their arts Sorcery, magical arts. Yes, this is witchcraft. Listen, the Bible expressly, expressly condemns all forms of witchcraft. Yeah, there are different forms of witchcraft black magic, white magic. Voodoo, Hoodoo, Obey, Santeria. The Bible expressly condemns all forms of witchcraft. Wicca, But, listen. It is the fastest growing religion on today's college campuses and are featured on the covers of popular teen magazines. And this is a quote by Tim Baker. Now the Bible expressly condemns all forms of witchcraft, but on the other hand, it is the fastest growing religion on today's college campuses and it is featured on the covers of teen magazines where are the true men and women of God why are we not fighting against this why are we not making this known why is it not being preached on the pulpit why is this knowledge not being known to the congregation are being taught to the congregation or why are the people of God not uh, learning or gaining or seeking after this knowledge <coughs> excuse me why <coughs> excuse me we can say that we love God and we are warriors for God and Jesus died upon the cross for our sins and, and uh, we are 
followers after Christ. But witchcraft is the fastest growing religion on college campuses. Our young people. The future. Witch talk. Instead of TikTok. Witch talk is very popular. What happened? Why isn't there a Jesus talk? (coughs) Or a... Bible talk or gospel talk or whatever you want to call it. Come on somebody. Come on somebody. But then when I say, oh, I'm being fought with witchcraft. Oh, people look at me strange. Oh my God, seriously. And why is that? Why are you looking at me strange? When the witches and warlocks are all over social media teaching uh, how to perform spells and how to uh, do magic to our children, to the, the young generation, the future, as well as the old. But if someone said, oh... Witchcraft. We don't want to talk about witchcraft. Why? Why? Why are you talking about witchcraft? Well, because it is very, it's the fastest growing religion on today's college campuses. That's why I'm talking about witchcraft. And God is not pleased. Why? Because the Bible expressly condemns all forms of witchcraft. We just read. Where um, there shall not be found among you anyone that makes his sons or his daughters to pass through the fire. Or that use divination. Or an observer of times. Or an enchanter. Or a witch. Or a charmer. Or a consulter with familiar spirits. Or a wizard. Or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out before thee. All these things are an abomination before the Lord. And guess what? As long as there's breath in my body, I'm going to talk about it. Why? Because I've been fought with it or being fought with it for whatever reason. Listen, I've, I've done nothing to nobody as far as I'm concerned. So why? Because I love God. And I'm not going to take down. And surrender. I'm not going to wave my white flag. Not after the things that I've learned. Listen. God takes witchcraft very seriously. 
Listen, under the Mosaic law, there are three sins mentioned that merited the death penalty. Listen at what the word of God is telling us. Under the Mosaic law, it was three sins mentioned that merited the death penalty. The first was witchcraft. The second was bestiality. My God from Zion. And sacrificing to the penalty for, uh, is a penalty for, for practicing witchcraft to death. Was death. That the sacrifice or witchcraft, bestiality, and sacrificing to other gods. The penalty for practicing witchcraft was death. Exodus 22 and 18. We can read it from the ESV version. You shall not permit a sorceress, which is a witch, to live. The penalty was death. Death by correction. We can go to Leviticus 20 and 27 in the ESV version and read a man or woman who is a medium or a necromancer shall surely be put to death. They shall be stoned with stones. Their blood shall be upon them. Yeah, under the Mosaic law, the penalty for doing such things was death. We can, we can read about when Saul was king, how he uh, made the decree about witches and warlocks, sorcerers and sorcerers. First Chronicles 10 and 13 tells us that Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. Why was he unfaithful? Well, we know he was disobedient to the Lord and the Lord rejected him. But why is it telling us that he died because of his unfaithfulness to the Lord? Well, what did he do? Saul consulted a medium for guidance and not the Lord. He went to a medium. He went to a witch to conjure up Samuel instead of going to the Lord for guidance. That's what Saul did. The, the Lord had already rejected him because he was disobedient. Listen, basically... Witchcraft involves the ritualistic use of magic potions and mind-controlling drugs. That's basically what witchcraft is. Ritualistic use of magic potions and mind-controlling drugs. Listen, at the heart of witchcraft is the desire to know the future. And to control events that are not ours to control. This is the heart of witchcraft. This power only belongs to God. So somebody wants the power that belongs to God. That's why they practice witchcraft. 
This desire has its roots in Satan's temptation, first temptation, if you will, of Eve. What did Satan tell Eve? You shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And you can find that in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 5. Yeah, so Satan gives the false idea that you're going to be like a god or whomever that practices witchcraft are going to be as gods, knowing good and evil. Listen, there are only two sources of spiritual power, and that's God and Satan. And Satan only has the power that God allows him to have. Come on, let's not get it twisted. Satan only has the power that God allows him to have. However, it is very important that we understand that the power Satan has, it is a considerable power. This power is worthy of attention. It's worthy of our attention. Listen, Job 1 and 12. God told Satan, all that Job had was in his power. Yeah, the devil has power. We find in the book of Luke where Jesus began to say he has given us power to tread over serpents and scorpions. What are serpents and scorpions? Those are demonic spirits. He gave us power to tread over serpents and scorpions and over all power of the enemy. So Jesus is telling us that the enemy has power. We cannot just read these scriptures and just jump over it. We need to make note of every word and understand. Listen, Jesus said, I give you power over all power of the devil. He didn't just say, I give you power over the devil. I give you power over the power that the devil has or the enemy has, if you will. But you best believe that the enemy has power. Bahanti, let me tell you, that power is only what God allows. We don't want to get that twisted. God is all powerful. Satan only has the power that God allows him to have. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. The God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. Yes, so it is a a considerable, a, a power that's worthy of our attention. Now, Satan's major focus has been to divert human hearts away from worship of the true God. He entices humans with the suggestions of power. Listen, if you want to have power, Satan says, I got something for you. Satan entices humans with the suggestions of power. Hey, come do this for me. I'll give you power. Do that for me. I'll serve me. Bow down. He told Jesus. 
He took Jesus up on the mountain. Come on, somebody. He showed him the land. He showed him the city. He showed him. Look at this Jesus. This is just, this is Atticat's virgin. He said, I will give you all of this if you bow down and worship me. Listen, he is telling the son of the living God, the one who God created everything for, to bow down and worship him and he would give him this. <coughs> Listen, Jesus already owned it. It already belongs to Jesus. How can you give me something that I already own? Hello. <coughs> Excuse me. Can you answer that question? How can you give me something that I already own? That was created for me and created by me. Come on, somebody. Satan entices humans with the suggestions of power. With the suggestions, listen, suggestions of self-realization. With the suggestions of spiritual enlightenment. Power, self-realization, and spiritual enlightenment. And guess what? All of this is apart from submission to the Lord our God. So he entices him. I'm going to give you all of this. And you don't, you don't have to submit to the Lord. You don't have to submit to God. I'll help you gain this power. I'll help you gain this self-realization and this spiritual enlightenment. I will give you knowledge. I will teach you things. Mm, mm, mm. My God from Zion. The people of God are destroyed. Because of the lack of knowledge. And listen. That scripture does not stop there. Many times we. As the people of God. We stop on. That part of the scripture. Scripture. But listen. That scripture has more to say. That's Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6. Let's read it. My people are destroyed. And this is the King James Version. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It also says, or it continues to say, Because thou hast redeemed. Rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee. That thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. Listen. He said my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. You have, you have reject. I have the knowledge out there for you, but you reject it. Are, are, are you, are you, are you like the daisy? You, you're, you slumber and you sleep. You don't go out and gain the knowledge that I have for you, or 
I come to you in your dreams when you sleep at night, when that flesh is asleep and your spirit man is awake or your spirit man never sleeps. And I commune with you in dreams and visions. Excuse me. And you take no thought to write them down. You take no thought to try to understand what I am communicating to you. And these are just Sister Allie Cat's examples. The Bible said, because thou has rejected knowledge, you have rejected it by not being concerned about it or by not desiring to learn. God said, you're rejecting the knowledge. And what does he say? And I will also reject you. This is Sister Ellie Cat's version. Let me tell you. This is the way I read it. And we're going to go really quick because I didn't, it, 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 uh, it was not in my plan to go in this direction. But God knows all things. We're going to go over here to my uh, my concordance or my commentary. And we're going to see what the commentary has to say about Hosea 4 and 6. If I can find it really quickly. The Lord held the leaders responsible for the people's lack of knowledge. Listen. Listen to what the commentary is telling us. The Lord held the leaders responsible for the people's lack of knowledge. The priests in particular had ignored their duty to communicate the law of God to the nation. So they would be severely but justly punished. Because of their part in the people's moral ruin, mothers would be destroyed. This judgment through unusual appears elsewhere. In this way, the source of the priestly line would be eliminated as punishment for their rejection of knowledge. The priests themselves would be removed from their office by the Lord. My God, come on somebody. Because the leaders the leaders are responsible for teaching the people. The leaders are responsible for the people's lack of knowledge. That's what the commentary just told us. But I don't know about you. <laughs> I've learned. Don't rely on your leader. To teach you. You better try to find it out for yourself. Because when you stand before God. God is not going to. You, you can't stand up there and say. Well Lord. So and so didn't teach me. Uh, to resist the devil. And he shall flee from me. So and so didn't teach me that. So I didn't know. Can you pardon me for that? Or, or can you forgive me? Because I didn't resist. No. No. God is not going to. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. You had a Bible. Or you had 
tools where you can find out these things on your own accord. Don't wait for somebody to teach you. Listen, listen to me. Learn for yourself. But this is what the scripture is saying. The Lord held the leaders responsible for the people's lack of knowledge. And their punishment that they would be removed from their office by the Lord God himself. And not only that, also because the priests ignored the law, the Lord said he would ignore their children. In other words, their, their children would not inherit their father's office. Their children would not inherit the priesthood. Come on, somebody. Let's not just, let's not get it twisted. Let's understand Let's learn the word for ourselves. Become involved in this last day army that God is building. Listen to me. Just like he said, he asked Ezekiel, can these bones live again? It was an army. It was an army that was dead. The bones were dry, very dry. <coughs> and God asked Ezekiel, can these bones live again? Ezekiel said, you asking me, Lord? You know. Come on, somebody. Be a part of the last day army. Don't be a, I don't want to say it so harshly. Don't be a coward. God cannot use a coward. We know. We know. Listen. My God from Zion. We can go to the book of Judges. And we can read about that. Come on somebody. We can go to the book of Judges. And we can read about that as well. How God. Will, will not use you. Talk about Gideon. Come on, somebody. Book of Judges. Chapter 7. You can start over in chapter 6 and read chapter 7. How God told him to go. He said, you had too many. You had too many men going to battle with you. Too many men. God would not get the glory. So God gave him a test. He wanted them to number them. Yes, he said, those that lap like a dog. He made a distinction. Those that lap like a dog, those that got on their knees to drink water, it was a distinction. Gideon ended up with 300 men. You can read it for yourself in the book of Judges. Start at the 6th chapter and go on in the 7th chapter. You'll find the details in the 7th chapter. But start at the 6th. Yeah. God want a, a particular warrior. Let's be a warrior in this last and evil day. Let's not bow down 
<clears throat> to the, the tactics or the devices of the devil as the Bible tells us. Jesus said he gave us power over the power of the enemy. Why are we using our power? Anyway, let's move on because I'm rambling right now. Now, to become involved in witchcraft is in any way. I'm reading my notes. I'm reading my notes. <laughs> to become involved in witchcraft in any way is to enter Satan's realm. Modern entanglements, which seem harmless, can include things such as horoscopes, Ouija boards, Eastern meditation rituals, yoga, videos, music, role-playing games, all of this. It seems harmless, but honey, that's an involvement in witchcraft. So if you ever read your horoscope, you were involved in witchcraft. Oh, come on, somebody. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit just reminded me all of these little, uh, I don't even know what you call them, uh, games or, or touch this and see what kind of person you are or what this says about yourself. All these little things on on Facebook the Lord showed it to me just recently I believe it was yesterday and I was looking at it and I, I came across one of these you know touch this item and 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 see what you have to say about your name or or who you are what person you are and the Holy Spirit told me that's witchcraft you may not see it that way but that's what the Holy Spirit told me because I'd been, and God forgive me, I repent, I repented for it, but I wanted to understand what the Holy Spirit was telling me. So I began to touch it. And I began to say, hmm, Allison, this is, you are such and such a person, or you are such and such a this, or you this. And, I, and the Holy Spirit was like, this is just like horoscope. This is witchcraft. And the people of God are doing these things and don't even realize. And don't, let me tell you, I done did it before. But on this particular day, the Holy Spirit checked me and said, that's witchcraft. And I was like, oh my goodness. The Holy Spirit checked me on that. All of these things on Facebook that wants you to touch this and you want to see what kind of person you are, what your birthday has to say about you and who you are and what you believe and that is witchcraft. According to the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit told me, come on, try the spirit by the spirit. And see what the Holy Ghost tell you. Ask the Holy Spirit, is that witchcraft? And see what he has, and see what he tells you. My God from Zion. 
Didn't mean to go there either, but here, let's get back on track. To become involved in witchcraft in any way is to enter Satan's realm. Modern entanglements, which seem harmless, includes horoscopes, Ouija boards, Easter meditation, you can see yoga, videos, music, and role-playing games. Any practice that dabbles in a power, power source... Other than the Lord Jesus Christ is witchcraft. Let me say that again. Any practice that dabbles in a power source other than the Lord Jesus Christ is witchcraft. Revelation 22 and 15. <coughs> it includes witches in a list. Of those who will not inherit eternal life. Let me say that again. Revelation 22 and 15 includes witches in a list. Of those who will not inherit internal, eternal life. Revelation states outside. That means outside the gates of the heavenly Jerusalem. Are the dogs. Those of low moral character. Those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, we know who those are, the murderers, the idolaters or idolaters, however you want to pronounce it, and everyone who loves to practice deception. That's what the Bible told, tells us. Revelations 22 and 15. Read it for yourself. It begins to say outside. That means outside of the gates of the heavenly Jerusalem. Outside of the city of God. Outside of our, the kingdom of God. Are the dogs. Are those of low moral character. Those that practice witchcraft. Magic arts. Sexual immoral. Murderers idolaters and everyone who loves to practice deception they're going to be outside the gates they're not going to be able to go into the city the holy city my Gotham Zion in one sentence witchcraft is the control of one's mind and spirit through the demonic influence of evil spirits that are assigned to them by means of curses and evil covenants. And I get that from Mr. Kevin L.E. Ewan's app. Let me read that again. It's very profound. In one sentence, we can say witchcraft is the control of one's mind and spirit through the demonic influence of evil spirits that are assigned to them by means of curses and evil covenants. And that's per Minister Kevin L. E. Ewing. My God from Zion. That tells it or states it in a nutshell. Listen, thank you for listening to Sister Ellie Cat's Tea. I want you to please like, comment, follow, and share. Follow this ministry on all social media platforms. Search for Light and Darkness, L-I-T. Search for Allison C. Holt. 
Guys, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening to what I have to say. For listening to my story. For listening to my testimony. Listen, the Bible tells me that the believers, the brethren, they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, which is the blood of Jesus Christ, and by the word of their testimony. Listen, I'm telling my testimony. I did all that I know how to do. Listen to me and listen good. I have done all that I know how to do to come out of my situation, my trial, my tribulation, my affliction, my calamity, my circumstance. I've done all that I've learned to do. I've done all that I know how to do. The only thing that I haven't done is to tell my testimony. Listen, let me make it very clear. I'm not perfect. Listen, I am not perfect. I, I, I ask the Lord for forgiveness on a daily basis for the things that I do, the things that I say, the things that I think. But, but the Bible tells me that the devil is an accuser of the brethren. He accuses me before God day and night. But I overcome him by the blood of my, my, my big brother, Jesus Christ, my Lord and my Savior. My joint heir, Jesus Christ. I overcome him by the blood that Jesus shed on the cross of my sins and by the words of my testimony. And I thank God that he has released me. To tell my testimony. Thank you for listening to Sister Ellie Cat's Tea, where we talk about all things church related. Listen, you have got to go back and listen to episode one and episode two of the Inside Source. Listen, we have more to talk about. We are going to answer the question: What did I do after? Having my light bulb moment, my prodigal son moment, after I begin to uh, see the light, see what the enemy was really trying to do to me, what did I do? You got to listen to find out. Guys, I love you, and I will talk to you soon.